Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the Terriers Talk podcast and today we're previewing Norwich which is a side with a lot of familiar faces in. You've got David Wagner, you've got Chico, you've got Paul Clements. Three very notable characters from the time at Huddersfield Town and obviously now doing what they're doing at Norwich. Um, obviously Chico and Clem departed this summer. Wagner's been there since I want to say the start of this year. I can't remember exactly when. Uh, however, it faces a, a really tough challenge in what will be another difficult game after the the three that we've had so far. Um, I know I'm not going to be present, Jay. Obviously, I think you are. Um, yep. Are, are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing Town at the Johnson Stadium again. Looking forward to see some familiar faces in, you know, David Wagner, Paul Clements, and Chico. Actually, it's not the first time I've seen Norwich this season, and I know that's hard because they've only played four games in the league. Sorry, in in all in all competitions, three in the league rather. Saw them down at QPR in the first round of the Carabao Cup, and it was it wasn't a classic. I think they won the game. Norwich, this is won the game with the last kick of the ball, but they looked all right. I think they rang uh, you know they rang a few changes, but the spine of the team and the way they play football was 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 very good, and I think we'll touch on that later. But I'm excited. It'd be nice to see you know Wagner, Chicho. Paul Clements will all get brilliant receptions, I have no doubt, because they were brilliant um, for the club. But, yeah, hopefully we can get three points on the board this weekend. I mean, going down to to Loftus Road <laughs> to go see QPR versus Norwich, that's, that's certainly surely close to the top of a Jason bucket list if I've ever heard uh, of things yeah, on a Jason Classic, bucket. yeah. Talking about that game then very, very quickly, seeing as you've actually seen them play this season, what were... What are some things that we can really expect to see then this weekend? I think it's 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 always hard to tell when you're playing the first round of a cup. However, what we what we did see when we were down there was probably what you expected from a David Wagner side. They were very, very solid. They were good going forward. And when they did go forward, they they really went forward. I was really impressed with Placetta. I think they've just brought in this summer. He looked very sharp on the ball. I think every time he got the ball, you thought, okay, he's going to do something here. Um, Ashley Barnes looked okay. I mean, there weren't many chances at all towards the first 80 minutes of the game. Really, the the last 10 minutes of the game was kind of the, the highlight, which was quite annoying being a being a neutral. Um, what's his name now? John, John Rowe. John Rowe, yeah. I think he, he, he scored the winner and he subsequently scored in their... Previous league fixture against Millwall, he looked really good. Um, but yeah, typical Dave Wagner side. Good going forward, good at the back, and energetic. Yeah, I think, like you say, I think the last word there sums it up perfectly. You're always going to expect a, yeah. a David Wagner side to to be energetic and to be quite heavy with the press. So I think that kind of leads us into actually how they've been doing in the league. You look at their their standings currently, we're 21st, I want to say off the top of my head. They're third in the league, won twice, drawn once, beat Millwall 3-1, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a 3-1 home. at home, yeah. Um, And they just, they look like a classy side. I think this, this, they're there. the shape is quite similar to Wagner's time at town, I think it is, from a very, very, very brief kind of look. In the mm-hmm. sense that it's either a four-two-three-one, uh, or if not a four-four-two, 
which I think we saw glimpses of during his time at town. Bonnison, yeah. it was the the four two three one, and I think that kind of poses questions again with Warnock. Will he kind of change up that system? Um, if the, if they do go with two strikers, um, will he then potentially look at going to a, a five at the back to have more of a capability to be able to deal with those two strikers, especially when one of them is is Ashley Barnes. Yeah, I mean, just looking here, you've got um, as they played Millwall. They're supposed to be on, on on Google lining up as a a four two three one with Barnes just behind Sargent, which I find yeah that's that's what I was going off as yeah, well yeah maybe maybe but I think if he if Wagner does go with the four I have no doubt that will match it uh, two up front might cause a bit of a headache especially Barnes being the player he is I remember when Burnley played Huddersfield on the first day of the last season when they beat us one nil. Barnes gave Edmonds Green an absolutely stonking headache. Um, he he caused all sorts of trouble up there, but yeah, I mean, I, as as we said before, I don't I don't really see Warnock changing if he doesn't need to. I mean, if just looking here, Norwich, they've had some some really decent games so far. I mean, they took Southampton to a four all draw at Southampton which is unbelievably impressive, bearing in mind Team Southampton have and the way they play the football and, you know, the resources they do have. Uh, beat Hull 2-1 at home on the first day out. Obviously winning down at QPR, up at QPR for them. And then Millwall taking them to the cleaners. So it's momentum, really. And we know what momentum can do to teams. If you just look at us, when we nearly went up, it was purely momentum, 18 games unbeaten. So... It is really important for football sides to have that momentum. And I'm sure with characters like Wagner, Paul Clements, who is an unbelievable motivator and leader, and Chico, who is quite honestly the same, they'll be they'll be really up for it this weekend. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's it's something that kind of if you'd have gone back six months, I don't think Norwich fans would have been saying that at all because no. what I seem to remember is a lot of people were, were questioning Wagner and whether he was the right man to take mm, Norwich forward because... You look at Norwich, there's been a lot of, I want to say stability with managers, kind of you've had fight for as long as you did. And then I can't remember who came in to replacement. I think it was Wagner after that. Um, so having Wagner, who's not potentially coming to the best start, looked like it potentially was going to go another way and they were potentially going to look at part and ways um, yep. during the summer because those was, was a good few amount of coaches potentially available or could have been pried away this summer, um, as we'd have known given our, uh, our managerial situation for most of the summer. Obviously, yeah. we got we got Warnock back and, and whatnot, but the thing with, with Wagner that everybody were telling Norwich fans towards the end of last season was if you let him invest at the start of the window and you let him build his team early on and you let him get that cohesion there from the off, his team will do so much better. And that's seemingly been the case. You know, they've invested well, but they've invested so smartly too. And they've got what Shane Duffy, uh, Jack Stacey, um, Fastnatch, I think, been brought in this summer. There's probably others, mm. Ashley Barnes, Barnes, yeah, probably others that have been brought in that I'm forgetting, but they they did their business early and they've done it well. Jack Stacey, yeah, yeah. George Long, they've done it science. really, really smartly, and it's something yeah. that Wagner then reaps the rewards from because he gets his team playing a how he wants them to play, but he gets the team knowing how each other want to play, and having a squad like that so early on in the championship is such a big, big thing because then from there you go, 
we've got a base of a very strong squad here, which they do. On paper, they've got a very decent-looking squad because there's still characters there from, from the Premier League uh, era or from when they were challenging uh, to get back into the Prem, things like that. So they've got a strong squad, and it, it does test that question of, again, how are we going we gonna to cope with that? And it, it's, it makes me think, for me personally, I've said pretty much every game that I'd want us to start in a five, but this is a game where I definitely look at and say, I want us to just soak up Norwich's pressure because the thing yeah. is, is they're going to be a highly, highly relentless side on Saturday. Everybody knows that it's Wagner. You're not going to go into that game knowing that they're probably not going to press because they will do, and they're going to they're going to force you into mistakes because that's how Wagner side plays. Similarly mm. to how we've kind of done it playing on the on the front foot for for parts of games this season. So I think it'll definitely be a one where I'd prefer us to to at least start in a five if if that's possible. You know, you are obviously got minutes. Um, this Scott week, yeah, scored a brace. Um, Pearson's, I think Pearson's still fit. Uh, Helic, obviously, and then you have two wing backs, and I think that's probably the best case scenario that we can actually start with on on Saturday. Yeah, uh, well, I guess we'll have to see what happens, but I'm not going to touch too much on what we just discussed uh, uh, because you've taken the words out of my mouth. But just to reinforce your point, Wagner. A Wagner side is based off people he wants to be at the club. He needs yeah. his people to operate. Um, you mentioned Fashnacht, and he actually came from Wagner's former club, uh, BSC Young Boys, and they worked together there for, I'm, I'm guessing, the, the whole time Wagner was there. I don't think it was uh, that much of a comprehensive stay at, at Young Boys, but that's how football is. But, uh, yeah, I completely agree, and um, relentlessness is a big thing when dealing with oppositions, and I don't think there's a man who's dealt with more from oppositions than Lee Nichols because um, I saw a stat today and he has been tested or made the most saves um, in the whole championship so far. And I know it's only been three games, but 15 saves so far and probably close to half of those came against Borough because he was he was really, really tested on, on, on Saturday. But it's it's slightly concerning that, isn't it? That is, yeah, but then you look at the flip side, this is, again, it's from the table that Luan's tweeted uh, a few days back where I mentioned the XG thing for us. Um, Norwich, fifth lowest XG against, or expected goals against. They've conceded three times from 2.5 expected goals against. However, they've faced 38 shots from open playing from corners, mm -hmm. which I'm not sure how, I, I, I'm guessing that's reliable because I'm guessing it's through Opta, but it then puts you on the flip side of they will be vulnerable to shots. There's there's talent there, but if you can crack away a shot, they've got they've obviously got a very good defensive only conceding three times in in three games from thirty eight shots. It it says a lot more about the teams facing them than it will do them. But it's also then you've got to compliment them and say that, you know, that's that's no feat that doesn't go unnoticed. It's really quite daunting for that to be the case that from 38 challenges on goal people have scored three times like it says a lot I mean, it, it says a lot more than um it says a lot more than it doesn't say pretty much is what i'm trying to get at um but yeah like you say nichols has been superb so far this season i think there's been people were doubting um a bit in the first few games i want to say just because there were there were a few times where He's just not, he seemingly spoke out and communication yeah. in the back line and things like that have just seemed a bit off. And for example, the goal uh, against Leicester, people were saying that he could and should have done better against um, Mavadidi's strike and probably could have been he'll know that as well. 
But then you look at something like that where he's made 15 saves in three games and you go, he's still one Fair of the enough. best goalkeepers in the league. Oh, completely. Completely. He's, he's, he's a brilliant asset. And uh, I mean, from from my point of view, and I'm just wondering what you think, um, any changes or would you would you start with the same side or who really needs to perform to get the maximum out of this weekend's performance? Because you look at the Borough um, showing and there were a few decent, you know, showings. Uh, Rodoni looked lively, Thomas looked lively, but apart from that, there was no one who really caught the eye. And I think to get our first win of the season, especially against a, a manager and a, a side who we know will play football, to a very high standard, who needs to perform for you? Um, it's it's gonna it's it's a simple one. I think Ward needs to start. Danny Ward, um, Danny Ward needs a goal, and I think yeah. once he gets yeah. a goal, confidence will they'll start going as well. Um, it's it's one of them where we spoke about it last week, um, and I don't want it to be. We speak about Danny Ward every week, week in, week out, but he's starting striker. He's going to get mentioned, and I think he's he's a player that. Um, we need to say that see the better side of him soon because otherwise fans will start getting frustrated. Um, and it's some it's this player that you look to. He's a striker. He needs goals in him. Um, so I'd like to see um, a goal from him this weekend. Uh, or Fingers crossed. A bit, a bit more. Maybe if that's he doesn't score, but his um, his output in is facilitating more things going forward. Um, then that'll obviously be quite quite positive, but. I really want to see Nakayama start, and I, I really want us to start as a five, yeah. um, because we looked so strong towards the end of last season playing that five, um, and whether the only reason that we've not done that as of yet is just because players aren't sharp enough yet to play in the five. Obviously, Nakayama's injury may be preventing that, but even then, you've got Josh Ruffles who can easily slot in at left centre half, and then you play Jaheim Headley left wing back, so... That'd be something that I'd really like to see um, us change to a five. But then I think finally as well, um, Diara. I'd, I'd, yeah, Diara is one of them players where he's so exciting going forward, but he's equally as frustrating as he's exciting because he's that good on the ball. But then there's issues with his final product that then gets frustrating because how much can you compromise with how much you can get you up the pitch before you say. Yeah. Rodoni might be able to do that, and he'll also provide that ball that might final pass all the all the finish. Yeah, I agree. But that's a frustrating thing with Diara, though, isn't it? Because that'll only then come with time, and Warnock knows that Diara will know that everybody will know that. It's yeah. just then a case of how do you actually get it into him and get him playing those passes and being that kind of player for us. Time, it's 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 completely it's it's completely a matter of time. But I think we can finally rave about his brilliant end products and, you know, hopefully fingers crossed that soon. But I think we have mainly covered all bases, if unless you've got anything else. And if you don't, then I'm going to um, pile a score prediction onto you because you've done it twice, so it's, it's only fair. It is. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head from everything that we've we've got written. Down. Well, there's, there's one thing that we haven't really mentioned, and that's been Jonathan Rowe being very decent. We've touched on it a little bit, but... He's definitely a threat, and obviously, if we are going to play as a four, um, Sauber's going to have his work out for him coming back as well, because obviously, he's a he's a challenging player to come up against from the opening few games and from what the very brief periods I've seen from him. So, yeah. uh, Tom Edwards was uh, there. Tom Edwards is going to need 
that extra bit of assistance. So apart from that, I don't really think there's there's much else that I can say. But score prediction wise, I want to say two one to town. But the thing is, is seeing us score twice in a game, I'm just not sure if we will. But then equally, he's at home. He's at home. Um, so anything could happen. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say one one. Because I feel like that'd okay. be okay. I don't feel like that's sticking my neck out too much, but then equally I feel like we can no. also be challenging for, for Norwich because I think that is something that we've not really touched on too much now I think about it. We've we spoke a lot about how Norwich can can go at us, but then equally can you name a better manager in football than Neil Warnock for setting a side up to, to aggravate a side and to hit teams on the counter because I'd, I'd struggle to do so, especially in the championship. At this level, at this level, no. At this level, I mean, I'm, I'd, I'd probably guess Pep or someone like that would be able to do it a bit better. But I, I get what you mean. At this level, no. Um, so that does provide a glimmer of hope, and you know, let's let's see how things turn out. But two one Norwich, I think. Sorry to be the uh, pessimist, but you know, it's it's one of them. Is I don't think it's unfair to say that. Norwich are a good side, and I don't think it's being disrespectful to us saying that, or overly respectful to Norwich saying that. I think it's just the way that they've played so far this season. They're they're a, they're a dangerous squad, and obviously, we're going to have to be on our best if we're to to get a, a result out of our side there. But then you look at the run that we've had so far: Plymouth, Leicester, Borough, and then obviously Norwich. It's a really tough opening fixtures set when yep, you look at completely it. Completely agree. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's that's it, and I think that's us hit the nail on the head with everything. Unless you've got anything mm-hmm. else to add, you nothing from me now. No, that's all. That's all good. Well, um, thank you for for listening as always. And um, if you have any disagreements or anything that we haven't mentioned that you you want to debate with us on, uh, then feel free to tag us on social media. Everything will be in the description below on the link tree. This, that, the other, uh, and yeah, we hope that. We shall speak to you next week at some point about Town's first win of the season. And hopefully hopefully it's this week because I don't know how many more weeks yeah. we can say that without it being <laughs> repetitive. So thank you for watching, listening as always, and we shall see you next time.